This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode number 23, recorded January 15th, 2006. TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, tfwire.com. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse, slash Matrix Prime. And on this week's show, I'm joined by the one and only I Hate All Transformer Toys, Awa64 himself. You people suck! <laughs> you, you don't actually yeah, hate all Transformers toys, do you? No, if I hated Transformers toys, I'd probably not be doing this podcast or <laughs> posting on a Transformers forum just about constantly. And you know and what? You- for any of the Transformers that I say I don't like when I'm looking at the pre-production stuff, part of that's kind of convincing myself that I don't need to buy it, because <laughs> I have never actually gotten a Transformer that I didn't like aside from Battle Ravage, and maybe one of the really crappy pre-1980s non-Transformer toys that I someone gave to me that they found at a flea market or something like that, and even those have a little element of cool that make me glad I have them, despite the fact that there are many, many parts broken off. <laughs> If you guys aren't getting the joke, check out last week's podcast. Yeah. Okay, story number one. ILM test footage or fanboy fake. Super Megatron of TFW first posted a link to a movie that shows a man standing next to a red car, which then proceeds to transform into what appears to be Sideswipe. However, a few days afterwards, Don Murphy posted on his message board that this wasn't actually ILM footage, that it was actually a fanboy fakery. I think it... Probably is fake, but it's a very good fake, and considering that's done by a fan instead of actual production work, it bodes fairly well for how well the special effects are going to look in the real thing. Of course, Don Murphy's also said it's probably going to do try to do as much practical effects as possible, which one side is actually pretty cool, and the other side could end up being a bad thing. Question for you. Yeah? Are we changing formats again here? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to start over? Nah, we can keep going. This all is right. great. Sorry. Do you want to? <laughs> so, do we want to go through them all like we usually do, or do we want to comment on them? Or well, sorry. I, I thought we were going through all of them, but whatever. All right, let's just go through all of them. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll come back to this in a moment, people. <laughs> all right. Story number two: New pics of Alternator Optimus Prime and Beast Wars transmuted. The pics come courtesy of Beast Wars. Yes, that is name. I don't know why he chose something that generic. <laughs> from actoys.net and can be seen at tformers.com. For Prime, the pics show off both the vehicle mode and the robot mode. We get a better view of the shoulders that some people were worried about. I think it also had the gun pictures in there somewhere, a little better view of that. And uh, pictures also show transmutate in various poses and from various different <coughs> angles. Okay, story number three, stuff from Aaron Archer's desk. TFU.info is featuring a 22-day update called Stuff from Aaron's Desk. The updates includes exclusive content... The updates include exclusive... You got me all messed up now. Sorry. Include exclusive concept drawings and one-of-a-kind pictures of various Transformer toys and figures. Story number four. Diamond Select Transformer of Matrix Leadership pictures surface pictures can be found at tfw2005.com. The pictures show the Autobot Matrix of Leadership sitting atop a base with the Autobot symbol on it. Here are the base features of removable key to Vector Sigma. 
Also, on a slightly different website that I can't remember the name of, pictures of the uh, super-deformed Ultra Magnus have popped up. It's basically the same thing as the picture we saw before that was an artist rendering, but with a base that makes it obvious that the uh, matrix that was lying on the ground is actually attached to the thing. Okay, next story. Activision to produce the Transformers movie video game? The news comes from mcvuk.com. A source told MCV that, quote, Activision has picked up the rights to Transformers last year and has already set out... has already set atop... Oh, shit. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of editing out of this. Okay, let me start over. A source told MCV that, quote, Activision picked up the rights to Transformers last year and has already set a top U.S. studio to work on the project. Story number N plus one. IDW <laughs> to offer TF Comic Con free comic book day. According to an article at Comic News International, IDW will be giving away a free Transformers comic, though no details about the contents of the comic were revealed. Free comic book day will take place on May 6th, 2006. Mark your calendars, folks. <laughs> now that we got through the news, do we want to discuss it? Nah, I thought we could hum free bourbon. <laughs> Okay, as far as the Activision uh, oh, doing God. the Transformers video game thing, that is kind of news. I mean, everybody knew that if they were going to do a big-budget action movie of Transformers, that there would be a tie-in video game to go with it. Exactly. That's a no-brainer. And knowing that Activision is working on it is, well, it's not promising, but it's not worrying either. It's just kind of there. Activision they have published a, some good games, though. Activision has some good games, and they have some real stinkers. Like, just about every publishing company out there. Because Activision was is that? a publishing company. What, what was that? Shamu? Yeah, they had a Shamu SeaWorld game <laughs> on the list of Activision-produced titles that I was on there. But it's like any production company. They're, as not production company, it's like any video game distribution company. They have a bunch of different teams, most of them with individual company names, that work for the big... Pr- producers and publishers and stuff and they're the ones who actually make the games and considering that Activision is a pretty big company there's probably like one of 20 different companies that this could narrow it down to some of which kick ass some of which really suck and let's hope it's one of the kick ass ones yeah I'm hoping that but really since we don't know which one it is it's kind of like saying (laughs) Hasbro to produce new Transformers toy line in 2006 (laughs) And yeah. Okay. What about the ILM test footage? Let's go back to that for okay, a second. Okay, the ILM test footage. And that was yes. actually pretty interesting. It almost definitely looks faked. I mean, it looks very good. It's almost definitely faked because, one, the watermark isn't actually on the test footage, which yep. kind of is a giveaway. Yep. And uh, other than that, it does look... And other than that, the fact that Don Murphy says it's fake probably does mean it's fake. Um, he could just be hiding or covering it up, though. He could, but either way, it does seem a little early to be getting test footage or something like that, unless it's a proof of concept. But even as a fake, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, for a fake, it was excellent. It looked very, very good. I wish I had some skills like that. Oh, me too. <laughs> you know, as a... Far as a fake, do we even know if ILM is going to be the company that's doing the special effects for the Transformers movie? Um, I don't know if that was ever confirmed or not. If anybody out there in listener land knows that, please email us with an answer. Because the fact that it was just generically attributed to uh, ILM instead of saying it's from DreamWorks or anything like that might be a tip off that it is a fake. 
But in any case, it does look quite good. It actually looks reminiscent of the... Uh, if you actually pay close attention... It, the modeling style does actually look a bit reminiscent of the uh, guy who did the transforming jazz into a Volkswagen bug footage that's been floating around the internet since, like, 95, 96. But jazz. a lot better done. Yeah. Remember that one? I never saw jazz. Really? Nope. The one where he starts out as a Volkswagen bug, stands up, pulls off the back of the bug as the shield after he transforms, there's an Autobot logo on it, and he shoots at the camera, and it's like 20 seconds. I've never seen that one. And I'll have to dig out the link for you after the show. <laughs> I think it's like Michael Smith or something like that is the name of the guy who did it. Props to him, by the way. That was very, very good work, and this work looks basically like if he was that good then, this is at least how good he must be now. And the CGI is actually really detailed on the uh, f fake or not fake test footage. It's very obviously supposed to be sideswiped, despite the fact that it's not a Lamborghini. Yep. And they managed to get some pretty good character into the transformation. It doesn't look like he's just standing up or anything like that. It's a transformation that works without him having to... Uh, it works without it looking particularly fake, and it looks like it would actually work for a vehicle transforming into a car from a standing still position. I tend yeah, the to whole trans say what the whole transformation process. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. So, if it's at least that good in the in the movie itself, hey, I'm yeah. I'm all set with they it. managed to pull off something that looks like this in the movie. I'll probably be satisfied with it. I thought it could have been a little bit faster in the fake or non-fake movie, whatever this is, but yeah. other than that, I thought it was done pretty good. Well, if they're going to be doing showing a vehicle transforming into a giant robot outside of combat conditions, they might want to slow down the transformation a little bit to show off the spectacle of it, but yeah, that's true. later in the movie they'll probably speed it up and add the whole sine wave sound effect that everybody associates with Transformers. Now, do you think that's actually going to be in the movie? Or some variation of it? The audio engineers will slip it in somewhere. I have no idea if it'll be, like, the sound they all make every time they transform or anything like that, but it's got to be in there somewhere. Although I also expect the Stormtrooper scream will end up in that at some point, too. <laughs> Probably. Yep. <clears throat> okay, anything else for this week's news? Uh, let's see what else is on there. What do you think of that whole uh, stuff from Aaron Archer's desk series that TFU.info is doing? Um, well, I I thought it was pretty interesting. I'm I mean, I haven't seen everything they've put out yet. I've only seen, I think, up to the first three days. I've been looking at them every day, and I've been enjoying it so far. I enjoy looking at uh, what kind of stuff goes into the production process. Yeah, it's a nice kind of behind-the-scenes look at yeah. it. And uh, I think the most interesting ones, a uh, test uh, production image for a Leo Breaker that looks... Very much like a older version of Beast Machine's Cheetor. Oh, and I see, I gotta see that one. And then there's another one. It's a signal flare from uh, Energon. Some of the original concepts had it looking more like a, a G.I. Joe vehicle. I think a Hind or something like that. I have no idea. I really don't follow G.I. Joe, but look more like that than one of the uh, Mazer tanks from Godzilla, which. I also don't follow, but since my brain seems to absorb <laughs> trivia, I have associated my brain with that toy. Hey, you'd be good on Jeopardy. No, I wouldn't. It's not like I'm remembering the names of famous people or 
historical events or anything like that. I'm remembering hey, sometimes, useless crap. Sometimes they have pop culture on there. Have they ever had a question about a kaiju movie? <laughs> and the fact Not that, that I know that the term for it is a kaiju movie rather than a Godzilla movie when it's called... <laughs> Send your hate mail and hating geek mail to... I'll shut up now. <laughs> okay. Check out the tfc.info thing. That is actually pretty damn cool. And I'm yes. looking forward to the remaining however many days there is left on it. I'll probably be sad when it's over. Yeah, yeah because... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on to listener questions? Sure, what the hell. We need more listener questions, people. Yes, we're running low. Running low? I think I think we've used all of them now. No, after we finish the, the podcast, ones. we'll use all of them. Okay. At least all the interesting ones. Yeah. So send those to tfwire at gmail.com. And if we don't okay, use course. yours, it's because we hate you. <laughs> Just kidding. It's because... It's because Awa did not like the question. Okay. Question number one. This one comes from Chris Moore. What are your favorite TV series? I'm assuming he means Transformer series. Oh, rats. I had Stargate, House... <laughs> Anyway. Because he listed his. Okay, yeah. There's not a huge list to go from, and I can't imagine Beast Wars wouldn't be near the top of anyone's list. Beast Wars is probably it for me. I mean, I have the thing on DVD, and I pop it in every once in a while just for the hell of it. Like, I'll be playing video games, and I'll say, you know what, I need some white noise in the background. Beast Wars. <laughs> Past that, Cybertron's been pretty damn good so far. Japanese version, anyway. I haven't been able to catch as much of the American version, but the that's because it's not on Galaxy TV. Force has been pretty good so far. I'm like six episodes from the end at this point. I'd say what episode I was on, but I can't remember the name, and the plot thread would be a major spoiler. Galaxy Force is still on. Uh, the fifty-second episode aired a week or two back. I'm trying to catch up with the ending, but I still have a ways to go. Uh, Galaxy Force has been pretty good, though. It's in my opinion, it's not as good as Beast Wars was for a handful of reasons, but considering that it's a vastly differently produced show, I can let that slide. And it's been entertaining throughout, and that's really all I can ask, and anything else is gravy. The so, so what were you going to say? What about number three? We'll, we'll go with the top three here. Uh, he, he, he listed five, but... I've never watched a ton of G1. It's been entertaining what I have watched, but it's never quite grabbed me. The end of Armada and beginning of Energon were both pretty good, but the rest of those series managed to make them completely stink. You know? The first Hey, I didn't like any of it, so... <laughs> the first seven episodes of Energon were actually pretty good. It's just every episode past that kind of blew. Uh... Robots in and I thought they all blew, so... Robots in Disguise was actually kind of interesting, although... I thought that was just a fun series. It was fun. It, I would appreciate having another series translated into English or something like that, and maybe given a bit of a lighter tone. I would be interested in seeing Beast... One of the... Beast Wars uh, filler lines that Takara did translated into English. Or tracking down the fan subs of them or whatever. Because I like the idea of the big convoy character and some of that stuff. Okay, my top three now? Sure, go for it. I'm done talking. Actually, for number one, I don't know if I can... Uh, let's see. It's either going to be Beast Wars or Beast Machines. 
I know people are going to hate that, but I really like the Beast Machines series. You're dead to me. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Beast Machines is good, too. As far as lumping it in, I do count it as part of Beast Wars, though, so you can just say the whole Beast saga if you want to. Okay, I'll, I'll have that as number one. Number two, I'm going to have to go with G1, because I grew up with it. I really enjoyed the series. It's got all my favorites in it. It's got great voice actors. Storylines, eh. Could have been better. Cheesy 80s villain plot device of the week. <laughs> hey, I like that cheesy cheesy 80s stuff. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. And for number three, I'm probably going to have to go with what you said, Robots in Disguise. I haven't really been watching any of the newest, the newer shows, so... Fair enough. I can't really comment on those. I caught some Armada that didn't impress me any, so I didn't tune in to watch Energon. I did watch a few episodes of... What the hell is the current one? Cybertron? Yeah. But I haven't been following it. Yeah, well, there are some really good moments in just about every Transformers series out there. Oh yeah, there's great moments, but... I mean, the entire last episode of Armada is really good. Now, see, I didn't even, I didn't even watch it. You know, so am I missing out? You remember the fight between Optimus Prime and Megatron from Transformers the movie? Yep. This is a bit more brutal than that was. I'll see, maybe I should catch it then. Eh, maybe. You remember <laughs> the uh, whole... The weird-looking deer antlers uh, Megatron yes. had on his head? He yes. uses those to fight at one point, and if my memory serves me correctly, I'm not 100% sure it is, but if I remember correctly, at one point Megatron... No, Optimus rips off one of them and stabs him with it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Shall we continue on to the next listener question? Yes. Question two comes from Todd McCammy. Does the partnership of Hasbro with G24 TV mean good things for Transformers or more of the same with just a quicker rate? This <clears> seems <throat> truncated somehow. Well, that was the question. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think I did cut out a few lines. It was just talking about the action blast. Oh, okay. Um, Might be programming block or yeah. TV show, whatever it is. Okay. I'm not sure about this. Um, is what is it? Is it actually a TV show? Do they show the whole Beast Wars? Yeah, they've got Beast Wars in a time slot on the network, apparently. But do they show whole episodes, yeah. or is it just clips? It's whole episodes. It is whole episodes. On Friday, well, they seem to edit the entire week into 15 minutes or something like that from the previous four episodes. I have no idea what the logic behind that is, but more power to them, I guess. Well, hey, more Transformers on TV yeah. is certainly a good thing. I don't think it's really as much of a partnership with Hasbro as it is G4 TV looking for cheap, semi-geeky programming to put on the air. If it is a partnership with Hasbro, though, maybe it can get him out from under the thumb of Cartoon Network's really crappy scheduling issues. Yes. Because I'm 6 a.m. is the best time to schedule a kid's <laughs> show. Well, it's not even that. They don't even show the new episodes. No. Nope. I mean, do you even know when the next new episode of Cybertron's going to be on? It was originally going to be January 23rd, but I remember hearing it's been pushed back even further. <laughs> Which is really a shame, because I enjoy hearing how they do some of the voice acting on it. They've come up with some actually kind of cool additions from the Japanese version, which was, I don't know, a bit on the bland side as far as uh, characterization went. See, I, I caught a, f 
a few of the first episodes of Cybertron, and they all sounded like they were Australian to me, so I quit tuning yeah, in. It was just Jetfire, <laughs> and then uh, Red Alert kind of sounds a bit British. There's a subtle oh, well. distinction. Well, they sounded Australian to me. Jetfire sounded like a bad Steve Irwin impression. <laughs> okay, next question. Sure, what the heck. Okay, this is our last question, and it's question number three. This comes from King Tao Young, I think. Sure. If not, email and correct me. Would you say that ga- the Galaxy Force line is more adult-oriented than the pre- than the recent previous lines? I wouldn't say it's more adult-oriented. The line-wide collect-em-all type gimmick with the whole uh, cyber planet keys or force chips or whatever you want to end up calling them is definitely appeal to the kids. It's just that the series has been significantly better than... Uh, well, not even significantly better. The show's been better, and the toys have just been really well done, which quality appeals to adult collectors as much as it does kids, so I guess when it's good, the adult collectors are going to like it more same as the kids are. Yeah, I think it all comes down to the toys myself, not not so much the cartoon, because the toys, they seem to have uh, much better articulation, at least better than the last couple lines on some of the figures. Eh, most of the toys do seem to have pretty good articulation. I mean, even the... Um, Legends of Cybertron figures, they got great articulation too. Yeah. Although, don't most of the Legends of Cybertron figures tend to use ball joints instead of universal joints like the bigger ones do? Uh. You might be right. I don't know. Well, while we're talking about that, have you seen any Legends of Cybertron in stores? Yeah, actually. Beyond Wave 1? No. Although, I haven't been checking <laughs> many stores since Wave 1 has been out. And unfortunately, I saw one. the one that I, the one place that I saw them didn't have any of the Legends of Cybertron that I wanted. Which ones did you want? Uh, out of Wave One, I think I wanted Starscream the most. See, I saw Wave One one time at one store, and I've never seen them again. You know where you ought to look? Coles. Where's that? They have them. Yeah. There? Really? Yeah. I found mine at Meyer. They were on an end cap display. They had, I think, four sets of each one. I, I got one set, and that was it. Oh, that's cool. Guess you looked out. But yeah, next time you're at Kohl's, pick up a set of Transformers with your new pair of pants or whatever. Oddly enough, that it does seem to be one of the stores that gets a lot of the latest Transformers. Yep. Or at least gets some hard-to-find ones. Yeah, it's weird. Didn't Downshift from Energon show up there first? Um, I believe so. Like I said, my and brain those... keeps the useless stuff. <laughs> Well, someone's got to keep track of that shit. As long as it's not me. Yeah, I can remember where the first store that some obscure toy from an old Transformers (laughs) toy line was first spotted at, but I can't remember what my dad's birthday is. (laughs) I feel like such a great person. Ooh. Okay, so you got anything else for this week? Uh, not really, except a... I'm really hoping that we'll be able to get D-Buster Prime and uh, Parody TV Pro on a show with us again real soon. If you guys are listening, please, please send us an email. Yeah. We've contacted you and have not heard back. Yep. So if you could drop us a line, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, we need to get things communicated out so we can make sure everybody can make a podcast at some point in the near future. 
Okay, well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. Okay, this is Matrix Prime saying see you next week. This is Always64 saying sorry for sounding so unprofessional and being such an idiot, and I'll see you guys in seven. <laughs> Later. <laughs>